Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We want to start by personally inviting you to church this Sunday. We have two services, one at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. Sunday morning. We'd love to see you at either. The service is also available via live stream. That's during the 11 a.m. service. You can find that at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. And if you do come during that 11 a.m. service, we have Korean and Japanese translation available as well. This week will be in Luke chapter 10, verses 30 to 37, expressing compassion. Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Hey, half a day, Chris. This Sunday is a very special Sunday for us at Harvest. We try to do this, in fact, for I don't know how many years, Bethany, maybe 10 years or so, we've done something called Orphan Sunday, uh, one of the Sundays in November, and that's what we're coming up to this coming Sunday. Uh, I mentioned Bethany, we have three of our ladies that are on our staff at Harvest House uh, here in studio, and uh, we're going to be talking about Orphan Sunday and then just some needs for foster care on our island, but we want to invite you to come and be part of a really special service for us this Sunday. The text that we're going to be looking at is the story about the Good Samaritan out of Luke chapter 10. And uh, yeah, Chris, you mentioned the title of Expressing Compassion. I really wanted to to make it something like, want to make a difference in the world? Try compassion. But that was too long. So, um, but it's a really, uh, you know, important story from Jesus about caring for the needs of those who are hurting. And that's what Harvest House has been doing for 12 plus years now, something like that. So I want to introduce uh, to our uh, our listening audience today um, three ladies that are part of our Harvest House team. Bethany Taylor is our executive director. Welcome to you, Bethany. Thank you, Pastor. Glad to be here. Ashley Lemley is the Harvest House coordinator. Welcome to you, Ashley. Hey, Pastor. Thanks for having me. And Rosie Duenas is actually the chairman of our board uh, at Harvest House and also works uh, as a family liaison, kind of part-time along with doing a bunch of other stuff. But welcome to you too, Rosie. Hi, Hoffaday. Thank you, Pastor, for having us. Uh, this Sunday is Orphan Sunday. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But there might be somebody that isn't familiar with the mission of Harvest House. I can hardly believe it on Guam because Harvest House has really been so impactful over these last years. But Bethany, could you tell us about the mission? Sure. Harvest House has been in existence since 2009, and our mission statement is helping children and teens on Guam develop a heart for God by providing a safe haven to help them grow physically, socially, mentally, and spiritually. If you catch our motto, it's really short and simple. It's helping Guam's foster community. Um, but every day, we, we have been servicing our foster children on Guam since 2009. It started simply out of um, my little carport in um, because we, uh, my husband and I took in a foster child and little Devin was an inspiration to us on um, island just to see and recognize the need on Guam to help Guam's most vulnerable children. Uh, we realized there was no support services on Guam to these families that were helping them as well as um, no support services to the foster children. And I felt like 
of all people, the church would want to be a part mm. of caring for this, ju- these little ones. So it was just a, a, a really from one little soul who inspired us to reach many more kids that that needed physical and spiritual support on their walk of in the foster journey. And it's been amazing thing that God has done over these last, you said 2009, so yes. 12 plus years of how God's grown the mission and the impact and the influence. Um, there's a tremendous need. We'll talk about that in, in a minute. Um, but uh, really, Harvest House has had such a significant voice and impact you know, across the community. Thank you for your ministry there. And then a lot of other people that have come along beside over the years. And that heart really has grown across our church and really across our island. Rosie, I know that you've been involved at uh, with Harvest House for for a number of years. Uh, like you started volunteering, right, to begin well, with? Well, if I could just launch off of um, what Bethany just shared. Um, in 2009, her and her husband did have um, a burden. And I remember sitting in their little living room. Wow. And there was just a handful of us families, church families, um, that sat and we prayed. And she had brought this to us, this, this burden that she had. And Devin was just learning to crawl. His vision really wasn't where it nearly is now. And there were about five of us that prayed, mm-hmm. and um, we prayed for Harvest House. And it wasn't even a location at the time. It was just in our hearts, mm-hmm. and we trusted that the Lord would guide us. And And here we are 12 years later. Um, and how I became involved is because I was also orphaned. By the time I turned 10, I had lost both my mother and my father. Um, and so I understand and and. I understand the need to mm-hmm. be able to reach out to children um, who are either orphan or abused and neglected. And um, early on in my career in the government, um, I was first a social worker with Child Protective Services. So I was on the other end. How long did um, you do that, Rosie? So I did that for four years. Um, and um, and at the same time, I was coming up to harvest Um uh, I had just recently joined the church around that time. And so when Bethany and Josh came with this burden, I thought this is exactly where I need to be. Yeah. Um, it was um, it was just where I thought, okay, this is where the Lord's going to use me. And so I've been with Bethany every step of the way um, from our very first Tuesday night. Root Beer Fellowship is all we had for them in gifts. And just to see where we're at, um, we're looking to service 500 foster children this Christmas. Um, and we'll get more into that later. But um, the Lord has really um, provided for Harvest House every step of the way. He has met our needs above and beyond and put wonderful people in our path. Wonderful um Business community partners um, that have sponsored us have come alongside us to help us fulfill our mission and wonderful donors within the community, um, whether it be families and just other smaller organizations um, that come alongside us just to really help us meet the needs of our foster family community. There are about 500 foster children on island in 2021. I think just a few years ago, that number was in the 300s. So there's been a dramatic uh, change in in that area. Um, out of the 500 children, only 85 are in lot, licensed family homes uh, and about 30 children in shelter waiting for a home. So there's just a tremendous need uh, that is growing really on our island in, in multiple ways. And we'll talk about that before we're done. What, what are some ways that people can come alongside and help? But we're so thankful 
for the vision and the burden. I mean, it is amazing to think about just that little meeting that I love. Actually, I love that story, Rosie, of just that starting in prayer. And God answers our prayers and he blesses things that are near to his heart that we're willing to come alongside and work. And I know it's been a lot of work. I mean, no question, just hours and hours and hours and pouring out uh, your souls for this ministry. So thank you all uh, for that. Ashley, um, you've been involved with Harvest House for about just over a year. Just now. over a year mm-hmm. now. Okay, God called you here. We mm-hmm. believe to this ministry, and I Absolutely. think you see that as well. Um, it's been a whirlwind of a year, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been a wild ride for sure. Uh, moving out here and working with Harvest House, I didn't really know everything that my hand would be in and everything that this ministry was a part of. But um, seeing what we get to do every day, I think Bethany and I at least once a week look at each other and say, is this our, our work? Is this what we get to do every day? This is so cool. Because truly one of the greatest things is we are acting out and we get to see others acting out and being truly Jesus's hands and feet to these children. And we're fulfilling that James 127 call of caring for the fatherless. And um, he calls that pure religion. So it's really cool to be able to um, just very practically show Jesus's love through providing services towards these children who need it most. What's been the most impactful thing, Ashley, that you feel like God has burdened your heart with in the last year as you've kind of seen the need? And I know you've been very involved day by day, but um, involved with kids in your home, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. What's been most impactful? Yeah, I think every day we're just seeing um, just different levels of brokenness, you know, Um, whether it's a child who's coming from an abuse situation or whether it's a child um, whose family just can't take proper care of them during the season of life. And we see that that broken heart within that child of having to be placed temporarily. Um, There's just so much brokenness, but that presents such a beautiful opportunity to show love and to show healing and to show redemption and to show Christ. Um, So that I think is definitely one of the most impactful things. And um, the best way to do that is to just take care of these children in practical ways. Um, Many times they ask, you know, why are all of these toys here? Why are all of these clothes here? And that gives me the opportunity to say that because we love Jesus, we love you. And there's so many other people people who feel the same way and they want to take care of you and they mm. want to provide for you. Um, so it's just a really cool experience through the resource center in our donation room to be able to share that very practically. And that just open up, it opens their eyes and it opens their hearts to even receive that love and receive that compassion and that care. It's a powerful thing to anybody who f- feels for sure their worlds are turned upside down. S- some, maybe many of them feel abandoned and unsure of all kinds of things to have communicated that they're loved and people care in the middle of the chaos and the brokenness that you described is really a powerful testimony. It is what Jesus calls us to, right? Mm -hmm. In every avenue of life into the brokenness of our world because he is a healer and he desires to heal those broken wounds and we'd love children. And and in fact, uh, you know, families that have been affected by the brokenness in their families to see and sense and feel and understand the healing of Jesus. Um, We have at the church over the years, God's really 
uh, burdened our church family for this. I was just looking at some some statistics. Currently, right now at Harvest, there are ten families currently that are uh, that are fostering children, and there's twenty two children that are being cared for. Uh, over the years, five families have adopted. So we've done just our little part, you know, um, just as far as our church families. But it is a pretty amazing picture, you know. On Sunday, we'll we'll be able to celebrate what God is doing and cast the burden again for for more help. But what a neat thing that God has allowed our church family to do to participate together. And we're so thankful um, for for these families. Um, Rosie, uh, before I get to Orphan Sunday, and I want to ask some about that. Uh, can you tell us what's going on at Harvest House in the next couple of months? I mean, we're coming up to Christmas and stuff. so Sure. So um, we're going to have our annual Christmas event, and it's going to be a winter wonderland theme. And um, we're going to be able to provide stockings and gifts to each of our foster children and to really be able to um, have them come in and just really treat them special during this most wonderful time of the year. So we're really looking forward to that. This is one of our biggest events that we do host um, for our foster family community. And we do um, also have, um, for those that are interested, um, ornaments in our resource room center, um, in our resource center, excuse me, um, that indicates um, a child. So they can come in and they can be able to pick up an ornament or two and um, go ahead and take that and fill that up, fill up a stocking and bring it back to our resource center. Um, so we can be able to get that out for our events. Um, but um, they can do that between 8 to 4, Monday through Friday, um, for our Christmas events. What are the needs for the Christmas events? Uh, some volunteers, or is that covered? Um One of the things that we would love to get out there is we love businesses to come and provide for our event. We actually love them to be creative, too, in the way they want to present material goods or financial donations to our organization or direct services to our foster children at the event. So you can reach out to us that way. But we're collecting any toy, any brand new essential, any um, brand new clothing or shoes that would help benefit a foster child in the System. We have everyone from newborn all the way to age 19, male and female. So 500 gifts we're looking. And our kids, um, our events are very special and very unique that yeah. our, our foster children get to pick out what is what would benefit them and what they would see uh, in to help them. And they, are, they just get really excited about coming to our organization and picking out what, what they would like. Yeah. So that'll be coming up. Dates are to be determined or that's okay. So all of that's coming up and we'll have invitations out to uh, foster families and and those foster children. Okay. Let's talk about Orphan Sunday. I'm very excited about that. Um, And uh, what's the plans for for that Sunday? I know I got a little piece of it, right? We have a normal, uh, we have our normal service. We're going to be bringing the scriptures, but a real special emphasis during that time. Yeah, so um, we're really going to be highlighting a new program that Harvest House is introducing, and we're calling it our Hospitality and Redemption Program. And we really get our um, burden behind that out of Matthew 25, where Jesus says, I was a stranger and you welcomed me. Um, so we we really believe that a child's life, a family's life can be changed 
uh, by people who are willing to step out and act out in hospitality towards these children. So under the hospitality portion of the program, we're really going to be recruiting um, new foster families. Um, I think you said the statistic where there's only 38 licensed active foster families for over 500 children. So um, the the need for foster families is great and it grows every single day. Um, Or you can be a respite care provider, um, which means that you're really just kind of coming alongside of a licensed foster family and carrying that burden with them and helping them, um, whether it's providing weekend care for the children or however it may be. Um, And then under the redemption side, we're asking people to be involved by providing what we call redemption services, which means that you're going to be involved in um, taking care of a foster child, whether that's volunteering for an event, volunteering at the resource center, or um, just providing a service that directly benefits the foster child and in, in meeting their physical, mental, and uh, emotional and spiritual needs. We've been talking a lot about hospitality uh, around here. It's such a f- fundamental command for us as believers. And there's something about inviting people into our home and then caring for them away in a way that says we're around the same table. Um, we love and care for you. Um, we're willing to open up what is you know kind of the most intimate parts to us, our homes, our families together to share with you. And this is what Jesus has done for us. And there's many ways to practice hospitality. Uh, I think sometimes people see it in terms of, you know, having somebody over for cookies and Mm -hmm. tea, and that's great too. But the kind of hospitality that's talked about in the scriptures, it's full of sacrifice, Mm -hmm. welcoming people when it's not convenient, Mm -hmm. uh, allowing them to stay when they have needs. Um, and, uh, you know, this is really the model, I think, of, uh, of what the scripture's uh, talking about. Um, Can I? Yeah. Um, on that, disciple, disciple making has been a real big mission, obviously, within scriptures, but also within our own family. And we have just found over the years that hospitality through foster care has been just our avenue, right? God has called us. That has been our way of being able to, in my unique gifts that God has given me, that was the perfect opportunity that he had given me to open up my home and disciple the next generation. Uh, I, we have full reign within your own home to live out, live by, by being a living sacrifice that every day you're being your disciple making with these children, you're praying over them, you're sharing meals with them, you're providing for their needs, you're preparing them to be great men and soldiers of Christ and um, they're a great woman of God and, and showing and displaying faith. And I just, um, I love that picture. You know, life always changes lives. I, I, there's usually someone in your life that has displayed great hospitality upon you mm-hmm. and then it motivated you to be like, wow, I'm going to do that someday. Um, at, for me, in high school, I visited a family in Japan. They had adopted 17 Japanese children, wow. and it stuck with me the rest of my life. I, I just could not get over her hospitality, her gracious spirit as a mom every single day. I mean, obviously, she was a Halley mom that, you know, they went to Japan, and she had 17 Japanese children, so they were not her ethnicity of any means. They were strangers, really, and she decided to make the sacrifice of saying yes to the one, and then the no one, and then the one, and I think it just shows when I when I got to see it firsthand, 
um, and see that mom just display that hospitality, gracious spirit, even to just feeding them physical meals. It just left an imprint on my heart. I was like, I, I just want to do that. That's what my life I want to be about. I want to be about every single day being a disciple maker to the next generation. And it, to me, that was just that was God saying, be a foster parent, say yes to someone that really needs a home and welcome them into your home. Yeah, amen. We're burdened, Harvest House is burdened for foster children, burdened for the families that they've come from, right, that have a lot of brokenness there. We're burdened for the families that have taken them in because it just, there's a whole new set of issues that, that come along just with all of a sudden, you know, the disruption of the routine and the things that have happened. And so, not to mention just the the physical needs and the financial needs, all of that together. Rosie, as a family liaison, what are you what are you trying to do as you connect with that? Right. So, um, being a family liaison for going on four years now, it really has given me an opportunity um, and Harvest House an opportunity to develop deeper relationships and connections with our families, um, and it's more purposeful and meaningful. Um, and being able to meet with them and show them Christ's love, or just to be able to meet with these these parents, these foster parents, um, or relative placements, um, and come alongside them and encourage them in whatever way that we can, and especially to be able to help their physical needs. Um, they have the heart to open up their homes um, for these foster children, but sometimes they may not be financially built. And so that's where Harvest House really comes in and helps meet the physical needs for these families. And And it can be just providing diapers and hygiene products and essentials. And these are things that I know I have in my pantry um, readily available, but for some of our families, this is something that is just needed um, in addition to being able to meet with them and and, and check in with them and see how they're doing monthly. Um, We do have um, scheduled appointments um, for them, and it really just gives me that one-on-one time to be able to meet with them and to just kind of see where they're at. Um, and then just to kind of tie in with our new initiative with the respite care program, it's really to help um, retain our foster families, our current licensed foster families, mm-hmm. um, to help ease that feeling of, of being burnt out. Um, I've been a respite care provider for um, quite some time now to two of our church families. Um, and what it has done for me and in my family is it really um, has me on my knees and knowing that I can be able to serve um, and come alongside my brothers and sisters in Christ that are called to foster um and so um, just being able to do that and open up my life, my home, like you had mentioned, um, getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But these are little ones that are looking for love. And it's so important for my husband, John, and I to convey that we love you, but God loves you Amen. more. Yeah. And to be able to impact their little lives. Um, growing up, like I had mentioned, um, I lost both my parents and I had an uncle. Um, and I didn't really understand it back then, but he'd always say, Rosie, God loves you. God mm-hmm. loves you. And his voice is seared. Wow. Because yeah. if all I just can think of 
at my darkest times is he said, God loves me. Mm-hmm. So simple. Amen. And just to be able to affect and have an impact, not just for my brothers and sisters that we help out, but for their children, their foster children. So it's just, it's a privilege for me to serve in this capacity. I am a social worker at heart, and um, I'm going to do the Lord's work through Harvest House. Um, and I'm just thrilled that we're going 12 years, um, and I have the best coworkers mm-hmm. that I could possibly have. Mm-hmm. We're a little organization. Um, but we're a mighty one because we know that we have our Heavenly Father lighting um, our path each step of the way. Amen. So if somebody's listening and they say, boy, uh, I'd like to figure out how I could help and be a part of this, for sure we want to invite them to come to Orphan Sunday, right? Because mm-hmm. they're going to be able to get a part of it. But what, what can they do? Yeah, so um, definitely just reach out to Harvest House. You can email us harvest.house at hbcguam.net or call our office at 300-LIFE. That's 300-5433. And just talk to us. Sign up to be a volunteer. Um, You can work with us every day at the Resource Center, um, sorting the donations that come in, preparing for that family that comes into to uh, a quote-unquote shop to pick up the necessities that they need to take care of the children. Um, You can volunteer for our annual events, or you can um, even be directly involved in a child's life by providing baby care or babysitting services or respite care services. There's numerous ways that you can be involved in the foster care community. Just reach out to us and let us be kind of that mediator in getting you involved. It really does take an army. Right. Mm-hmm, I absolutely. mean, we have, I know, th- three ladies here, and there's others that are like sacrificially invested. I'm so thankful, you guys, for that willingness to give of yourself. Um, but there's a whole army of others that come alongside financially and ours. I don't even know how many dozens and dozens and hundreds, mm-hmm. I think, of volunteers every year that go that help in, in events. And so we can use your help, and it'd be an opportunity for you to care for some people that God loves too. So thank you guys for being willing to be uh, with us here today. We're praying for Orphan Sunday, that God would bless that in special ways and that God would you know, really blossom and bloom this ministry in effective ways in the lives of kids and families across our island. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, at this point in the program, we do wanna invite you again to services on Sunday at Harvest Baptist Church. There are two, one at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. Sunday. We'd love to see you at either service. We do have a live stream service as well during that 11 a.m. hour. It's at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org, and you can participate with Japanese and Korean translation as well. That's offered during our 11 a.m. service. And this week from Luke 10, verses 30 to 37, expressing compassion. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.